Hey y'all, it's Amber and Amelia with Homegrown Faith. We are here to share how we navigate real life with Jesus through the good, the bad, and the yuck. One thing for certain is that in every situation, His grace prevails. Everyone has a seat at our table, so pull up a chair and see how the Holy Spirit speaks to you this week. Whether you're new to your faith or a seasoned backyard Baptist, we've got you covered. We are so glad you're here for this week's episode and we hope it impacts your walk with Jesus in a positive way. Let's get to it. Hey, hey, y'all. Welcome back to Homegrown Faith. We are so glad you've joined us this week. I'm super passionate about the topic we are talking about today, and I hope it really helps you all dive deeper into into discovering more about your God-given abilities. Today, we are talking about discovering our spiritual gifts. Amelia, what's a random talent you have that most people don't know about? Uh, <laughs> that might be tricky, but um, probably that I can either spend a lot of money like super fast within an hour or I can make $10 last like a super long time. <laughs> that is definitely <laughs> a random talent. I love that. So mine is, I still remember the presidents in order from the third grade. Impressive. I'll save you the song I have to sing in order to get them right. But anyway, y'all, today we're talking about our spiritual gifts, not our talents or mm-hmm. what we consider talents. There is a big difference. Absolutely. A lot of people will see an NBA all-star or famous singer and say like, oh, they've just been blessed with a gift. But what they really mean is they've been blessed with a talent. Mm -hmm. Spiritual gifts aren't talents. They are freely given to us by God. And every single one of us, whether we know it or not, has a spiritual gift. Yeah. And, you know, without spiritual gifts, we are simply ministering in the flesh and attempting to take on responsibilities outside God's will. You know, the Holy Spirit works within each of us, equipping and uniting us as one, but in different ways so that we do not become like super prideful in our giftings. First Corinthians six, verse 17. But whoever is united with the Lord is one with him in spirit. What are the spiritual gifts you guys say? So Amelia already kind of set the tone with 1 Corinthians 6, 17. So I am going to read off 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 11. Mm. And it tells us there are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. To one, there is given through the Spirit a message of wisdom. To another, a message of knowledge by means of the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by that one Spirit. To another, miraculous powers. To another, prophecy. To another, distinguishing between Spirits. To another, speaking in different kinds of tongues. And to still another, the interpretation of tongues. All these are the work of one and the same spirit, and he distributes them to each one just as he determines. Yeah, and you know, these gifts are diverse, right? The ministries are different. The activities are diverse, but it is in the same, right? It's the spirit, the same Lord, the same God is doing all the works through these gifts, the ministries, 
activities, whatever you, you know, you can foresee it. The Holy Spirit is always present in us and among us Christians. Jesus said of the Holy Spirit that he may abide with you forever. If you want to refer to John 14, 15 through 17, the verse reads, If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him or knows him. But you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. However, sometimes the Spirit's presence is more apparent than other times. You know, we've all been there. We've all experienced that. And there are times when he may choose to manifest, right, himself, that is to make himself apparent. We're talking about Jesus here. So we should never think that the Holy Spirit is more present when he's manifested through these gifts, okay? The Holy Spirit is always present with believers. It's just at times he's more apparent through the manifestation of that spirit. Absolutely. And I think, too, like the further along you get in your walk with Christ, the more apparent he becomes in those spiritual gifts, you know? So, So let's back up because I know that what Amelia and I just said was a lot to listen to. And you're probably like, (laughs) you're probably like, what are the spiritual gifts? So these are the spiritual gifts in simpler terms, administration, apostleship, craftsmanship, creative communication, encouragement, faith, giving, helps, hospitality, intercession, leadership, mercy, prophecy, evangelism, shepherding, teaching, discernment, knowledge, wisdom, healing, interpretation, miracles, and tongues. If you believe in Jesus, he has given you something of his power and ability. Whoever you are and however gifted you feel compared to others, you have abilities from God that are meant to make a difference in the lives of others. Mm -hmm. Maybe you are a natural born leader. Or maybe you have the gift of craftsmanship. You ever met someone that can build something out of nothing and would willingly do it without asking anything in return? Literally my dad. Right. I can be like, hey, dad, I want this. And I give him this envision, you know, that (laughs) I have. And like he does it 10 times better. He can make anything. That is that's the gift of craftsmanship. Like maybe you're a super organized person, right? A lot of times, you know, like people say, oh, I'm type A, which means like you're a super organized person. But that would be the gift of administration. Mm -hmm. Like whatever your gift may be, you owe it to yourself to dive dive deeper into discovering it. Absolutely. And like not only yourself, but as you build your community or you find it, like it's so important to learn yeah. And know your gifts so you can utilize it for others. I mean, I jokingly, but in all seriousness, always talk about how my sister-in-law is like my personal calendar. Like she is so organized. <laughs> I will text her and be like, do I have something planned on this day? Yeah. <laughs> and to be honest, it's just part of that community. You yeah. know, like we're able to help each other, right? Yep. She keeps me organized. So just in a softer appearance, like she is using her God-given yeah. gift yeah. and she helps our whole tribe, really. Right. You know, and, and God blesses you with those gifts. Yeah. So you use it to serve him and his glory. And what I think is super, like, eye-opening, too, is that we often know what our gift is because we're good at a particular thing. Like Amber just mentioned. Like right. Knowing the difference between talents and gifts, but really taking the time to figure out what your true 
God-given gift is. And I'll tell you all, like, I would have naturally said that my top gift was, like, you know, a leadership. Right. In all reality, when I did the, like, quiz and assessment, Amber, that you, like, gave me. Yeah. That was my number three. Yeah. I was like, what? Isn't like, it I've amazing? I've always been yeah. a natural born leader, but it was my number three. Like, not even my number one God-given gift. Right. And... Now I find out that my God-given gift is something that I would have never picked, but it is true, you know? Right. And, and secondly, we don't necessarily have to have one gift. Like we generally have a super strong one, but we're not subject to just one. So, you know, I was so almost empowered when I learned what my number one gift was, which was hospitality. Right. Which makes so sense. Like I love inviting people over yep. and like hosting and just... Yeah. You know, encouraging. your Bible studies, yeah, like the Bible, all of that, everything. Yeah. And I would have never picked that out as a God given gift. Right. Right. But it's incredible to know, you know, that you have multiple. Right. Yeah. But two, what is your number one and how can you use that to serve your community? Yeah, for sure. Well, and and that's the thing, like when you like I know Amelia mentioned like an assessment that I gave her so that she could discover her spiritual gift. I personally took a class. So there are ways that we're going to talk about like if you're sitting there questioning like, okay, how do we exactly <laughs> discover our spiritual gifts, you know? And so like the first thing I would do is start by taking it to God in prayer. Yep. Ask him to reveal more to you about your own personal spiritual gift and how you can use it in your community for his good. When I first learned about spiritual gifts, I was like coming out of, you know, a really tough time and I knew I wanted to help other people with my story, but I didn't know how. Mm -hmm. Like initially I thought like I was just being, I, I actually thought I was being called to go back to school for my doctorate. <laughs> like I was so upset that there weren't enough Christian-based counselors mm -hmm. in my area that I told my mom literally in a haste, I'm like, I guess I'm just going to have to go back for my doctorate and become one for my community, right. which like I can laugh at now because that just sounds insane. But <laughs> all that being said, I stumbled across a community group that met once a week at my church. And that class taught me about my spiritual gift. And it gave me practical ideas for how to better use it. I went into it thinking my spirit, my spiritual gift was something completely different than it actually was. Mm -hmm. Just like Amelia said, right. you know, and that's the funny thing about self-assessments. Like when you involve others, you find out that your strong suits might not actually be what others think they are. Like self-discovery is such a beautiful thing. And I would recommend getting into a community group based around discovering your spiritual gift mm -hmm. but if that's not offered in your area like I understand like not every church is doing classes on spiritual gifts right. but like Amelia and I will share the book we use to guide us in our discovery and there are also like a ton of resources online and right in your bible to help you learn more yeah and you know self-discovery is honestly one of my most favorite things yeah I can't tell you guys how often I've taken a situation and I first self-reflect and then I have someone too, like that, of course I trust. And I right. would tell you too, to find someone that you trust is a, has Christian values, you know, use them as a great resource too, to help you discover in a given situation, yeah. maybe what your talent is or how to address it, you know? And I agree with you, Amber, like first take it to God guys. Like he knows what they are, but so often we do reach out to everybody else and everything else opposed to going yeah. to him. 
And sometimes he's silent, like he's quiet because he wants us to dive in and find this community. But it's so, so important to take it to God. And I really encourage you guys to seek external resources as well. Um, because to our, our human hearts, sometimes put up a blocker, you know, and we only hear and see what we want our gift to be rather than what the rawness of it really is because it's our comfort zone. Right. Exactly. Well, and two, I feel like self-discovery, like, like it gets down to the nitty gritty, right? Like sometimes what we discover is that, you know, maybe we're not like doing what, (laughs) what we're supposed to be doing. Like maybe (laughs) my gift of being able to spend money really fast or save $10 (laughs) is like not something to be proud of. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, like it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And like the other thing too, about the spiritual gifts is like, they aren't, really for us you know they're for community they are for the church and they center around serving like if you take a look at all of the spiritual gifts listed in the bible like almost all of them are centered around serving if you aren't a part of a church family just yet that's okay you have time Mm -hmm. but pray about it and get involved the abilities god gives us are not mainly for advancing our careers or our favorite hobbies or giving us a sense of achievement or fulfillment, they're for blessing and supporting the body of Christ, the church. Right. You're good at what you're good at because the church needs that in some way, shape or form mm-hmm. because the church needs you. Right. You know, in Romans 12, six through eight, Paul does give us a few examples. Like some are gifted to teach. So find someone to teach, right. even if it's three or four year three or four six-year-olds in a Sunday school class. Some are gifted to serve. So find someone to serve, even if it's helping out around the house for a widow who you know goes to your, you know, goes to your church and Mm -hmm. just needs some extra help. Some are gifted to encourage, to challenge, to correct, or to inspire. So find someone to encourage with your story. You never know who can truly be impacted. Yeah. And, you know, in in that Romans verse you just referenced to, it's really important to know that the difference and distribution of gifts is all due to the grace that is given to us. You know, spiritual gifts are not given on the basis of merit, but God chooses to give them. So when you have it, be thankful. Spiritual gifts are given to us in discretion, too, of the Holy Spirit. So in 1 Corinthians 12, 11, It says, but one in the same spirit works all these things, distributing them to each one individually as he wills. I'm going to refer to a few very common gifts and what they mean. He who gives. This refers to somebody that who's a channel through God, right? Provides resources. Um, It's important for us to have this spiritual gift because too, it exercises generosity. You have have to do this with no intent on receiving credit or being rewarded. I love that so much. Because often we find ourselves or maybe we run into somebody that is giving because they want to say they give or they expect something in return. Yeah. And when somebody's called and this is, you know, their spiritual gift to give, you know, the giver, when they stop giving, they'll often see that the resources, resources also dry up, Right having forgotten why God blessed them with that. So it can be discouraging. Like if you're a giver and you love to give and nobody gives back and you feel like you're forgotten about, like it's hard to keep giving, but do not let it dry up. He who leads, right? 
This one must show diligence. So it's easy for leaders to become discouraged because it feels like people are giving up, right? And two, if they please God by their leadership, which is one of my favorites, you know, he's going to show us mercy. Yeah. Which brings us to the next one, right? He who shows mercy. This gift is cheerfulness. Like it can be hard enough to show mercy in hard times, but even harder to be cheerful about it. So again, this reminds us that showing mercy is a supernatural gift because it is really hard to be cheerful in those hard situations. <laughs> in the midst of like, <laughs> yeah, something that's not really making you happy. Right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I just want to hone in on those three because I think that those are probably the most common. The giver, the yeah. leader, and the person that shows mercy. Well, those are kind of like the overarching, right? So mm-hmm. like... Like you can, you know, like even if your spiritual gift is hospitality, like that's a very giving type right. of spiritual gift, right? You can have like, a mixture of them, like we just said, for right? sure. Like I yeah. know I do personally. Yeah. Well, and it was so funny because both of us were like, "Oh, my spiritual gift is leadership for sure." Like my, you know, and right. then it's. I mean, it was one of our gifts, but it wasn't our main gift, right. right? Like I completed that class and I came out of it and I'm like, what do I do with the gift <laughs> of encouragement? Like what, what am I supposed to do with that? And so many people, like, as I was like having conversations with people in the class and, and stuff like that, they're like, well, Amber, aren't you already doing that on Facebook with like the Your stories first. and the testimonies that you tell? Like, isn't that that's already the gift of encouragement and so like that's the other thing too guys is sometimes we're using our spiritual gifts and we don't even realize that we're using them mm-hmm. right and I, I mean that's a good point for me like yeah. the hospitality thing yeah I would have you never didn't know. thought I was using that gift yeah. because that was my natural given like character right. personality well and look at where like your bible studies that you started doing in your home, like look at what they grew to, right? Like where you had to like go to a park and do it right? (laughs) because so many people are coming, you know? So it's like, you don't, sometimes you don't always realize that you're using the spiritual God given gift that he has blessed you with. And so like diving into the word, taking an assessment, um, reading the book that Amelia, we will make sure that we post about that book, you know, like all of those things will help you dive deeper into learning about your spiritual Mm -hmm. gift. And then what you'll end up realizing is like, Oh, I already do that. Right. And you know, I hope that encourages you too. Like, cause I know sometimes when you're thinking of, oh my gosh, I have to do something new, it might be a little bit scary. Like, oh, I don't know yeah. what my gift is. Yeah. But if it is something that you're already naturally doing, like let that encourage you. Let that like give you confidence for in sure. moving forward in that gift. Yeah. And you know, guys, this week, I just want to pray that, you know, you take it to God. You ask him to help you. You ask him to help you understand and know what your gift is. I pray that You take time to utilize the resources around you, whether it be the internet, but gosh, please make it like trusty sites, not like just Google. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Use your Bible, you know, use people in your church. You know, generally we all have mentors somewhere. Yep. Find them and ask them. We can share the book, like she said, which will help us learn and understand our talents. I'm telling you that is really incredible. And it's an easy read, like easy yeah. assessment. So don't be intimidated. It's kind of like a workbook. Yeah. I mean, it is yep. a book, but like there's yeah. so it's many. so engaging. Yeah. There's so many different parts to it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, friends, just the biggest thing here, continue on your faith journey. Build your community. 
learn your gift and put it into action with those around you. That way you can make an impact and guess what? You're going to spread God's word. Yep. And you know, I'll just close with this. We're all unique. Okay. Every single one of us were uniquely made yep. in Psalm 139, 14. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. So right now, look down at your thumbprint. Guess what? No one else has the same print as you, and nor will they. Right. God has made each of us unique just the way that we are. So there are going to be days that we don't feel good enough, but it's wonderful to know that you're uniquely created by the one most high. He knew that you would have many wonderful accomplishments as well as not so good ones, right? But he wanted you. He wanted your thumbprint just as you are for his reasons. And that's what we have to trust. You know, we've all been given different talents and God chose you to live now in this season, in this day and age. And he has many purposes for you and I. So think about it and think what good you're going to do with your gifts that you've been given solely to you. So how can you use this, right, in your daily life, work life, or family life? Figure that out. Like when you learn your, your gift, how can you apply it? What part can you share with the world, even if it's in your own home? Just like you said, it yeah. can be with a few kids. It doesn't have to be a podcast. Yeah. How can you spread it to everybody around you? When you're aligned with God and using the gifts that he gave you to share with his love, you guys are going to find that life falls into place. And honestly, it's the peace that you desire. I can hands down tell you. Yes. Once I got that peace, there is nothing like it. No. Nothing like it. Not at all. And sometimes, guys, it's a simple, like, if you don't know, you know, or it's not like you discover your spiritual gift and you're like, okay, what am I supposed to do with the gift of encouragement? Like, just ask him. Mm-hmm. Lord, he wants us to. Yeah. Like, Lord, help me be an encouragement to someone today. Yep. I don't know who I'm going to encourage, but help, like, even if it's just one person yeah. and I don't even need, I don't even need to know that I did it. Right? right. Because I'm not doing it for myself. I'm doing it for him. Like, I don't need to know who I impact or right. who I encourage as long as God is working through me and through my spiritual gift to encourage someone. Yeah. And, and you, you know, know, just for saying that it made me think like literally every day in my prayer when I'm closing out, yeah. I ask God, help me impact someone today. Yeah. Right. And then what happens is it's on my forefront yeah. and now I'm thinking about through the day. Right. I had blood work done a couple weeks ago and guess what? My bracelets from elevated faith. I had so many compliments on it. Okay. Aww. Oh, I love your bracelets. I'm like, Oh, thank you. Use our code. <laughs> we have a podcast. Homegrown faith 15. Yeah. And you know, they're like, oh, okay. So then I finished getting my blood work done and I wrote down our podcast name and I wrote down elevated faith and I wrote down our code and I they were just it. enlightened. Guess yeah. what guys, that wasn't me having to recite a scripture. It was me spreading the gospel yep. and it was something as simple as jewelry on my wrist that we all love, which then engages them. Yeah. So it can be in so many different ways. And, you know, um, as always, guys, we just uh, love that you're here. We're so thankful that you continue to join us at the table. And we really pray that you all are enjoying this as much as we are, because I seriously can't tell you how much this just the joy that this brings me. Uh, it means so much to me. And, you know, we just want to thank you, too. We both get a lot of texts and messages and, you know, even comments on the Facebook page. And, yep. and it's just 
incredible to see how much we're encouraging and impacting you guys and know that those moments that you guys take to give that love back to us it really impacts us too and you guys keep us motivated and and keep us cheerful right yeah Uh, in those situations and seasons so we just hope you guys have a blessed week we can't wait to see you here next wednesday at the table have a great one guys bye